What's up, guys, and welcome to episode eight of the Shandy Special. Man, tonight is going to be an amazing night. I have special guests with me, Tony, Double D Dombrowski. Tony, brother, how you doing? Dustin, I am so honored and hyped to be here. Look at us, man. Dustin, we are literally the hot ones meme. Look at us. Who would have thought? Dude. Not me. Dude, we're, we're literally talking. You're interviewing me for a podcast, dude. Like, this is so hyped. We are the two coolest single men I've ever met in my entire life. Hey, man. Single life is fun life, let me tell you what. <laughs> to all the single girls not listening right now, we are both available, all right? Just, just a simple plug to start this podcast out. <laughs> but, Tony, man, I am so honored to have you on the show, man. Big Detroit sports legend on social media himself, man. I'm honored to be here, Dustin. When you reach out to me to be on here, I was so hyped because I, I seriously do listen to your podcast and you. It, it, you do a really good job. You know, you've interviewed some pretty big people so far, guys like James and Rod Beard. So, um, again, I'm honored to be here and it's just, we're going to have a fun night. There's no question about that. <laughs> all right, let's stop kissing out to each other for one second so we can actually get into the show, all right? I'm done with this, all right? I'm done. But but we got a great show, Tony. I'm really excited. We're going to hit some Pistons basketball. We're going to hit some Lions football. First time on the yes. Shandy special for football. Very excited to talk football with you guys tonight with oh, Tony. Yes. yes, big deal about that. We're going to get some uh, Twitter questions after. But first, Tony, I mean, you, you've you done pretty well with this whole Twitter thing, this whole video thing. Uh, so let's just start the show there. I mean, how have you really gotten to this point? Where did you start? Tell me about your journey a little bit. So it all started back in the summer of 2017, before I started my freshman year at Oak University. Um, I wanted to start a podcast because, uh, you know, I just, I wanted to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, back then, I didn't realize how easy it was to start a podcast, you know? <laughs> so um, I reached out to two of my best friends still to this day, Troy Frank and John Mitchell. Uh, Troy's been in a lot of my Twitter videos, and John has a uh, background in digital media production. So um, I reached out to them. Uh, we met up one night. We talked about it. And we had a pretty solid plan in place to start a podcast. But um, it was my buddy John who recommended to me to get audience first, you know, mm -hmm. before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it was Troy who recommended the Twitter videos. So the very next night after that meetup, when Troy recommended that, um, I made my very first video that's pinned to my Twitter. That video where I'm okay. in my basement, I'm nervous, I was sweaty, I was like, all right, hey guys, I'm Tony Grabowski, this is what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> I made that very same video, and here I am two years later, over two years, uh, still doing what I love, because this is what I want to do. You know, I wanna make a living talking sports. That's yeah. what I've done yeah. since I could remember. You know, my first memories as a, a sports fan was in 2006 when the Tigers went to the World mm. Series, you know, mm. and um, I, I just love to do this, and um, I love what I got going right now. There's absolutely no questions about that. I love the pace that I'm on, and I can't wait to see what's next, so uh, that's that's how I got started, and that's uh, the birth of the Twitter videos, if you will. So, Tony, you, at your first video, the way you described yourself is actually me, first date, so... I can I can feel you with that, you know the sweaty the sweaty body, shaky voice. I, was I mean, so nervous. <laughs> like I tried to. I, the funny thing about that video is that I tried to open with a joke and I said it's not insane ball sack outside, <laughs> and it just it, the joke is so stupid. Not even like, Satan laughed at that one. Now, yeah. But it it works because. 
because after I said that, I got more comfortable. And uh, <laughs> maybe without that joke, I wouldn't be here. So I shouldn't rip on it too much. But, uh, yeah. Maybe I should start every pie with a Satan ball sack joke, and it'd probably just man. work my, you know? All right, what's up, guys? This is Shandy Special. <laughs> man, let me tell you what. It's hard to say it's sack outside. Dude. Let me tell you what. Instant clicks. <laughs> Instant clicks, man. That's how you get them in, dude. The, the target audience would vary after doing that, but, you know, I mean, my parents would be very upset. But other than that, it's fine. Um, but, okay, okay, real question here, Tony. How much iPhone storage can you possibly have? You record three, four-minute videos daily, man. Like, what are you doing well, with your phone? Well, when I first made the Twitter videos, um, I had uh, an, an older phone. I'm trying to remember what phone it was. I think it was an iPhone 6. So it didn't have that much storage on it, but hey, I made things work. But now I have an iPhone XR. Um, my parents got it for me for Christmas. I think it was yes. last year, yes. and um, it, it's it's beautiful, man. Yes. Like at the time last year, it was before the 11 came out, so it was the new thing. Yeah. And, um, and this thing is an absolute machine. I mean, the camera is beautiful. It records great videos. The audio is fantastic. So. Uh, yeah, storage has never really been a problem, believe it or not. But um, with my old phone, uh, the camera was pretty, uh, let's say, iffy. But this one, it, it's beautiful. And it's great for the Twitter videos. So do you have, like, a file of just all your work put into one spot so you can just look back? Um, I only keep a few of my favorites. So, okay. like, a, a, there's way too many Twitter videos that I uh, <laughs> think are, like, some of my best work. But yeah. Like some of my favorite videos, for example, include uh, the Trey Flowers video when we signed him. You know, uh, he's been an empty signing so far, hasn't really done much, but yeah. I was so hyped during that video. That was one of my favorites. Mm. Um, though they're popular for the wrong reasons, I love these two specific videos because it was just general raw emotion and me being very angry. Week three against Atlanta a couple years ago, yeah. and Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. All those two videos, just me thinking about them, it makes my blood boil. Those are still two of my more popular videos, and again, for the wrong reasons, but I still like those videos because, you know, a lot of people, they could feel what I was going through, you know, it's just general raw mm -hmm. anger, you know, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, I keep some of the uh, some of the ones I like, some of the others. It's not that I don't like them. It's just that I could care less. Like a Tigers video in the middle of July, and <laughs> screw that. It gets yeah. deleted the second it <laughs> uploads. So, um, yeah, but. So if your car could talk, Tony, what do you think it would think about you and say to you after all these videos, man? Oh, my God. Me and my renegade have had some memories <laughs> together. Uh, <laughs> you know, if the renegade could talk, he'd probably try to send me to therapy because I, just, I go in there to vent. And that's basically mm -hmm. what my car is. It's mm -hmm. a big therapy nice. vehicle. You know, I go in there, I vent. And um, but that's that's the special relationship me and the renegade have though yeah, you know yeah. so it, it, it's funny too because sometimes I go in my car and I don't make angry videos and people are like wow you didn't scream in your car that's like weird I'm like yeah, yeah well it, it, I'm trying to do something where I don't scream as much when I go in my car but it's just my staple man like the old English decap it's just my thing like back 
when I first started making the Twitter videos, I used to switch caps every single day, but now Tiger Cat, man, Stable. no one would recognize yeah. me if anything else, you know? Yeah. It's part of you now, man. You literally have to wear it to sleep, shower, everything. You have to staple it to your head. I, I get up in the morning, put the tiger head on, and just go. And you're gone. Don't even shower. Put clothes on. Just your hat. You're gone, dude. Nah, I don't, nah, I don't need a shower. Tiger cat <laughs> keeps me clean all day long. So, PSA to all the single girls out there again, because this will be a big thing for this podcast, single girls out there. If you want to be Tony's venting renegade, dude, he needs... I mean, human-to-human interaction would probably be better than the Renegade. Renegade's good, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if you're listening to this, man, come get this brother. You know? Be his be his ears. He, he would love it. Just help me, okay? <laughs> when I need to vent after something, just be there for me, please. We're tired of cuddling with our Detroit Piston Blankets, man. It, it's got to stop. It has to stop. Dude, I mean, we need we need it. All right, all right. Also, uh, one thing I'm gonna ask you right now, real quick. Can you can you give us the infamous Tony Nebraska "Let's Go" yell real quick, just for the pot, just for the views? You want me to dude, scream "Let's Go"? We we are going to warn viewers right now. This will be very loud, but dude, we've already made a warning. We might as well go for it. All right, I'm gonna pull the mic away from my mouth <laughs> okay, so good. I don't like overmodulate <laughs> because as someone who works in radio, I know that could be a pain. So I'm going to help yeah. you out, Dustin. Thank all you, right? sir. Thank you. All right. All right. Here it is. Are 20D. Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go. All right. Let's go! Okay, my window just shattered. I just fell out. I almost fell down. <laughs> houses from 10 freaking houses down, lights just came on, I swear. Um, I think I can hear my neighbors going, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> oh, dang Tony again. That crazy guy. That's pretty high. Your alarm clock being let's go. I never forget that time I clipped that let's go of you from that video. That was just. I think, it's a, I think it might be the uh, Trey Flowers video. I think. Yeah. I think yeah, too. I have way too many let's go videos, so who yeah. even knows? But yeah, Dude, imagine I'm... this is your alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would be terrified. I would be waking up. <laughs> I'd be waking up with World War Two. I'd be so terrified. Like, it'd be freaking Dunkirk out there, man. No. She would she would break out the window while I was sleeping. You'd be buying a two bad two bath for that very purpose. <laughs> Anyways, we can talk, man. This is great. This is great oh content. My God. So before we get to uh, a little more, first, where do you want to go with this, Tony? And how many teams do you cover exactly? How many teams do I cover for Twitter? Yeah, just how many videos? Like how many teams for videos you make? Uh, well, obviously the four major ones: Tigers, mm-hmm. Pistons, Lions, Wings. Um. Michigan and Michigan State basketball and football I make videos on so that's nice. four um, and then not to mention I also do obviously NFL videos during the season like my power rankings and mm. uh, Tony's top five which is kind of nice. popular for whatever reason um, and then I also do college football playoff rankings and, and a bunch of other stuff you know in uh, baseball and hockey but Different people that follow me, like yeah. whether it's just solely 
Red Wing fans or solely Lions or Tigers or Pistons fans, you know, yeah. but it, it, I, I feel like it's cool that I can reach out to a majority of different fan bases mm-hmm. and uh, people who watch just one specific sport, you know, but yeah, I cover way too many teams, but it, it's so much fun. So, fun fact, this is actually a podcast pretty much for your resume, so I'm going to send this out to just people all over the world. You'll probably have a job by tomorrow afternoon. Just want to tell you that right now. Like, you're just... speaking, of, uh, <laughs> speaking of resume talk, um, did you know, fun fact of the day, Dustin, oh, okay. that the Detroit Tigers told me oh. that I could put them on my resume. Really? Yeah. The social media team just said, yeah, uh, one night they're like, yeah, you can put us on your resume just for the giggles. <laughs> Wait, so what would, it, what would you put there? Like, what, What's the title? That's all you need, man. It's about connections, man. <laughs> dude, that's all it is, man. I know the social media director for the Pistons, man. I mean... <laughs> there you go. Dude, he walked up to me at the game and said, are you Dustin? I didn't say, are you Doug? He said, are you Dustin? I about cried. Real tears. I was like, dude. Are you, the, are you Pistons? <laughs> yeah, are, wait, are, are you the Pistons, dude? Like, that's pretty crazy. One guy, <laughs> one human being controls the whole team. Um, but yeah, connections are huge, man. Uh, last, Absolutely. last thing, where do you kind of want to go? Where, where's the dream place? Is there one you want to say in Michigan your whole life? What's kind of, what are you thinking? You know, that's the funny thing about this business, Dustin. You just don't know where you're going to end up in five years. Like yeah. if you had told me five years ago that this is what I'd be doing now, uh, making Twitter videos and being on the Shandy special. First of go. all, Twitter videos. I didn't even have a Twitter five years ago. Like I made it, uh, <laughs> I think my sophomore year of high school, like, it just, yeah. I, 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 I don't know, I just never was big into Twitter until I actually got the courage, I guess, to make it, while being on the Shandy special, <laughs> I unfortunately didn't know you five years ago, you know, that's yeah. my point, you don't, yeah. know, you don't know where you're going to be in five mm-hmm. years, but mm-hmm. my dream right now is just to continue doing this, you know, yeah. whatever city I'm in, uh, whatever teams I cover, I just hope I'm doing this, and with the path that I'm on, I'm fairly confident that I'll be doing that. Awesome, man. I, I have 100% confidence you will be wherever you want to be if you keep this up, I have right. 100% confidence in you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> hey, man, I wish you could hire me, bro. If you hire me, we'd be fine, you know? Don't worry about anything. The, the Shandy and Dabrowski special. Dude, like, I literally have been thinking about that. What if we just started the pod, brother? Like, this is already great content. We're 15 minutes in. We've just been talking hula, you know? Just, it's a bunch of nothing, dude. And it's been amazing. This has been the most comfortable I've ever been on a podcast so far. This, this. Look at that. Dude, I, I literally told you when we started the pod. We're literally hot ones, dude. Dude, all right. got to stop talking like we're not on a podcast right now. All right? got to cut this. All right. All right, Tony. You, you, all right. We have to act like we're on a podcast. So, <clears> all right, I'm going to get serious here. Yes, thank you. All right. All right. Restarting the podcast in three. I'm just joking. All right. Anyways. So, Tony, since we're here, we might as well talk about the Detroit Pistons. We have oh, yes. two of their games under our belts. We're going to hit lines mm-hmm. later. Some Bob Quinn talk, Stafford talk, because you, you had a fun day on Twitter with Stafford and with his wife's Instagram story. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And then some Twitter questions later from some amazing, amazing listeners out there in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so first, Tony, let's hit the Pistons. Let's go back to the day the Blake Griffin news came out, man, that he was going to be out for two weeks. 
I want to I want to hit where I was with that, and I'll, I'll let you hit this a little bit. My heart, my heart, Tony, immediately dropped. My heart was was out of my body, just sitting behind me, twenty feet. I was just super depressed. It was like four or five p.m. I literally had to go get in the shower just so I could sit there and mope, dude. Just so I could like have water hitting me. It was four p.m. I was like, dude, I gotta get in the shower. I have to just stand here. I thought my our season was over. I I look, go, I got on my phone, wrote this long note out about to post it on social media. Like, dudes, like rebuild. Let's do it. Blake's not gonna be healthy. Let's sell deadline. We, we this is our only hope, you know. Like I was just so bummed. I I posted it for like three minutes and deleted. I was like, nah, I can't get this low. Like I can't, I can't let myself get this bad. But but just take me back to your moment when you got that. What were your emotions? What were you feeling? What was your reaction? Well, Tuesday was when the news dropped, and it was a uh, very uh, spooky day because uh, not only did uh, Blake Griffin get. At the injury announcement uh, that day. Yes. But yes. in the span of 30 minutes that day, okay, <laughs> from 4 to 4 30, all right? Mm-hmm. First of all, Carry On Johnson went on IR. So yeah. that was already a punch to the face because he's our number one running back, obviously. Obviously. And then the Blake news dropped. And when the Blake news dropped, it's just like a- another sucker punch to the face. Like yeah. the Carry On was a punch to the gut. Blake was a punch to the face because, uh, you know, I literally made a video the day previous to that saying, or actually, no, I uploaded it on Tuesday, that very same freaking day, <laughs> saying, yeah, if the Pistons are healthy, I think there'll be a playoff team. And then, yep. boom, a few hours later, Blake's hurts. Yep. Not to mention, in the same <laughs> half hour, in about Ooh. 10 minutes after the Blake news, uh-huh. Quadre Dix got traded. And yeah. we'll talk about it probably in a second, but I'm uh-huh. still fuming about that uh-huh. trade. But yeah, put all those together, and you have a really, really bad day. Not to mention the Wings lost that night, too. It, it was bad, Dustin. I was not doing good <laughs> mentally and physically on Tuesday, but thankfully I'm doing better now. The, the worst thing about that is with social media being so big today, like you get on Twitter that day, literally it's just a Detroit dumpster fire, man. Every single tweet, World of Isaac just making me cry endless tears with his just videos of him just depressed as all get out. Like it's, it's even tougher to go through the tough moments when you're just getting on social media and it's all negative, you know? Everyone's just crying collectively. Yeah, yeah I posted on Twitter um, before the Quantrade trade, um, like literally like two minutes before that uh, it's really tough to be a Detroit sports fan right now and um, that tweet got bumped after the Quadre trade there's <laughs> no question about that yeah it was definitely a tough day uh, and, mm-hmm. and thankfully I'm feeling better now about the Pistons yes. I'm feeling better about Blake I think they maybe yes. just be handling the situation very carefully especially after last year we'll, yeah. we'll see what, what that is when it comes to the time where he comes back you know not for sure yeah. yet what's going to be um, but so kind of moving on from that, um, I, I kind of, as a new contributor of the Palace of Pistons myself, you know, round of applause for me, blah, 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 you know, no big deal. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right shut up. Shut up. All right, all right. So they, we've been, we have, I haven't done one yet, but they're going to be doing a, <laughs> it's just sort of them first, but they're going to be doing a three makes and three misses after each game, kind of highlighting things they liked, things they didn't like. I'm hoping to grab one all soon. Um, so I thought we can kind of just do that for for the first two games. I thought it'd be kind of a cool okay. way to just look into okay. what we've seen, what we're going to talk about, because we'll probably hit our most of our points. And if I miss something, jump in whenever. Let me know. I got you. Um, so 
Starting out our, our first for the makes, number one, dude, Andre freaking Drummond, man. Hashtag contract your Dre. Hashtag contract your Dre. Hashtag pay Dre. Hashtag healthy, dude. This guy is 100% healthy and ready to go. If you, if you, uh, he, yeah. He wants to get paid. Yes, yes, that's the bottom line. And, you know, he's making it hard not to want to pay him. Two games in, obviously small sample size of all time. But, yeah. So. But he's been, he's been that good, though. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Against Indiana? Oh, my Yes, Lord. yes. And if he can do that against Biggs, like, he literally, no one should hold that man in the paint. Like, no, I'm really, really nervous slash excited for tomorrow night. Joel Embiid versus Drummond. Joel's had Drummond's number for his entire career. Yeah, I saw he's questionable, but you know, like surely he won't be out, right? Like he's he's gonna play, man. I mean, he's facing Andre. They didn't play tonight. Surely he's gonna be okay. But I mean, Embiid is literally yeah. a piece of glass, so that's literally <laughs> that's literally his claim to crap. Is dude, you can't even stand on the floor. Right. But so let me ask you this: What have you taken away from Andre after just these first two games so far this year? I mean, seriously, we can joke about contract year Dre, but yeah, he he looks like a dude that wants a max contract. Yeah. I mean, during the I went to the game last night uh, mm-hmm. when the player inter, during the player introductions, uh, Andre did the money symbol to the crowd. Oh, yeah, don't <laughs> like that. He wants to get paid, <laughs> like the money Manziel, like he yeah. really pulled a Johnny football and did the money <laughs> symbol, and his play right now really reflects that, and. You know, I talked about it after the win against Indiana, man. If he plays like that all season long, I, hell, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say, yeah, pay him the money, screw it. I mean, if he puts up numbers like that, I bet that's the floor. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah, you gotta pay him. But again, short sample size. We'll see going forward throughout 82 games. But yeah, he's looked really good to start the year, to say the least. My thing is, and I don't mean miss misspeaking here, but I want to see him take that next step against big name opponents, big name centers like the Embiid. He oh, yeah. owns Carlton oh, yeah. Towns, no question about that. But just yeah. the guys who can actually hold him in the paint, if he can jump, make that leap, and prove that, man, no one's stopping me, I know I'm 100% confident, that's when I'm like, pay that dude. Like, I will bring him, no matter if Blake somehow is shipped this year, not sure what his, no one knows what Blake Griffin's future in Detroit is right now. It's, it's yeah. very questionable. If we yeah. go south, trade deadline, I can see it all being gone, everything, everything yeah. being thrown away. But yeah. if Andre makes that step, if he has, if he starts dominating the NBs of the league, uh, the Jokic's, I can't even say that in a plural sense, Jokic, those kind of guys, <laughs> dude, give me, give me that drumming. I mean, last night, forty, not last night, Indiana, forty minutes, thirty-two points, on twelve of 18, 8 of ten from the line, twenty-three mm-hmm. boards, seven offense, almost ten offensive rebounds. I mean. Two assists, two, three steals, four blocks, dude. I mean, come on, man. No one can, yeah. no one can trash that man. And for last night, dude, I'm really just gonna say back to back, horrible schedule. That's one of my misses. I'm gonna get to later, but screw you, Adam yeah. Silver. I know you probably had nothing to do with scheduling that, but screw you, man. That was yeah, unwarranted. I don't, I don't know who thought it was a good idea to schedule a veteran team on a back to back to open the year, but beyond me. But yeah. If I see him take that next step, because he literally, we know how good he is, man. He's got handles. Yeah. He's got yeah. all the tools. It's just that, that lack of outside shooting. It's really my biggest thing. And honestly, right now, dude, yeah. get to the paint. We don't even need you shooting threes, brother. We don't need you out there. If you're going to drop 30 in the paint, dude, yeah. Then you don't yeah, need to shoot. Just do what you did against Indy. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, for real. So that's that's make number one. Andre, yeah. amazing. Really excited tomorrow night. Hopefully it's not just a complete blowout. Could very well be. Yeah. 
We'll find out. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm a little scared. Um, number two, though, Luke Kennard. I mean, after game one, you got you got to talk about Luke Kennard, man. I mean, I, I think he, you know, I, I did some, okay, some hashtag Shandy math last oh. night. I pulled out my calculator, brother, all right, over his Dandy last. Dandy calculator. The Shandy Dandy calculator, dude. Buy it in Walmart, $20, man. So. Shandy Dandy. <laughs> it, shut up, Tony. I'm trying to talk here, all right? So, over his last 20 games in 25-plus minutes, he's averaging 14 and a half on 41% from three. We know, we, Piston fans know the man can ball. Outside fans just think that, you know, he's not Donovan Mitchell. I don't even want to pay attention to this guy. We know the only person holding himself back is him. Do you think, Tony, this is his year? Or do yes. you think we might see last, last night, he wasn't as confident, he pumped fake too much, didn't go for it. Do you think he will just still get in his own way this year, or is he taking that leap we know he can take this year? No, I think he takes the leap this year because, I mean, you talked about it. Um, when, I think it was Eli Bashy that tweeted this uh, during the Hawks game. When he's confident in his shot, Ooh. like seriously, you think you think every shot he takes <laughs> yep, is going to go in. Exactly. Like, that's how Luke is. And another shout-out, Motel Noah, Nick. When that man is in his bag, <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yes. And yeah, I do think that this can be the year that Luke Kennard does take that next step because, you know, there's a reason why Pistons Twitter coined the term Guns and Roses. Yes. They, him and Derrick Rhodes are the two leading factors off the bench. And uh, with extra minutes, especially with D Rose off the bench, with probably more looks going his way. Yeah, if Luke can get confident in his shot, knock down those shots as well, yeah, it, he'll have a really good year. And we saw yeah. an example of that against Indiana. Mm -hmm. When he knocks down his shots and mm -hmm. gets in his bag, mm -hmm. it's, it's all oh, it's beautiful. I nearly fell out of my chair at Fox <laughs> 2 watching the game against Indiana. It was just a thing of art, man. And art, art is beautiful. And Luke Kennard's <laughs> game against Indiana was just beautiful. Absolutely magnificent. In, in the first two games, one hour was at a Devo for five literal hours. Had to watch most of my phone. Couldn't enjoy it. Last night, I had a volleyball game. I had to work. Tomorrow night, I'll be at a football game. I'll be able to watch it more, though. But, man, my, my schedule needs to chill. You know, I need to watch my boys. But So I say all that, and I'm going to hit D-Rose next. But people don't remember that we saw a death lineup in the preseason. We yeah. saw a Rose, Kennard, Snell, Griffin, Andre. That lineup is coming. It is going to be here. And that's the thing, man. You look at this team and, and, and you forget. A healthy Blake, a healthy Reggie, a healthy D-Rose putting up 18 a game in literal like 25 minutes restriction. Dude, we are a good team. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's uh, one of the biggest points I emphasized in my um, season expectations video for this basketball team. If they can stay healthy, yeah, I think they can be uh really decent basketball team make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference but that's the thing that we'll probably touch on in our misses like yeah. we're already seeing two of our key players yeah. especially Blake our biggest player um, being hurt yeah. so uh, you know but D-Rose though um, perfect transition <laughs> yes. we gotta talk about him man he's been oh my god Unreal. <laughs> yeah, you, you give me some of your thoughts. I mean, D-Rose, 18 game one, 27 oh. in 25 minutes. James Edwards had a great piece today in The Athletic. Are you subscribed to The Athletic, Tony? I am not. Tony Dombrowski, brother. Well, 
Let me get you that 40% discount, man. All right? Let me get that for you. Dude, three dollars a month, dude, and it's literally the best content. I, my friends think I actually under, secretly work for the athletic because I pub it all the time to them. I'm like, guys, you don't understand. This is it's amazing content. And Jay, I mean, it, James just gives very in depth, good quality content. Um, but he, Hi, James. Yeah, James is a good guy. No, he, uh, he's alright. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> anyways, so he said, you know, and we all know, like D Rose is gonna have that men's restriction, yeah. 25, 27 minutes. He's kind of hit that. And he had an article today saying, like, what if, man? What if we could just run D-Rose 37 minutes last night against the Hawks when no one could stop him? You know, do we win that game? Are we 2-0? That's what's really sad to think about. And I don't, I don't want to think about it because we need to keep that man on the restriction. We don't need to – what did Dwayne Casey say about Blake Griffin? Beat or ride a cheap horse? What was that? What was his term? He coined a term about Blake that we did doing last year. Um, but we don't need to do it with Derek. We need to yeah. monitor him, have him ready. Because, I mean, man, if we can even get 65, 70 out of D-Rose, get Blake back, we will be in the playoffs. It's as simple as absolutely. that. Absolutely. I wanna, yeah, absolutely. We, we've, we've went through, man, Glenn Robinson the third last night for the Warriors. Woo, I watched <laughs> I watched him play, man. They fell into yeah. the same trap. They're going to start him. And it's just going to go downhill. He's going to get on that bench quick. He's just, he's just not a good player, I'll be honest. He doesn't really yeah. offer a lot. He's not very... Durable. He can't do a whole lot. You know, he can stand outside the dribble and maybe hit three, but he's not. We had Wayne Ellington. He was a great shooter. Wasn't really a three. I wouldn't really give him three. His body, he was just not long enough. So Tony Snell, shout out to Tony Snell. Snell season, man. Shout out to that guy. I've absolutely loved him so far. I am very excited to have a lengthy three. He will just do his job, be in the right spots, and he'll hit some threes, man. That's all we need, especially with Blake coming back. That's all we're gonna need. Um, so shout out Tony Snell. But yeah, so let, let's get D Rose here. Tony, what do you think about him? And let me ask you this: What makes having Rose better than having Ish Smith? Well, I think D Rose just brings electricity because he's simply D Rose. I mean, yes, he's not the MVP player he once was, but this is still a guy who. I mean, we've seen it throughout the first two games. He comes onto the floor and he just brings in. A, electricity that mm-hmm. it's just hard to describe like yes. last night during the Hawks game you know, like every time he checked in or did anything the crowd <laughs> would slip out Amazing. and Amazing. like I love Ish Smith but he yeah. people didn't slip out like that when mm-hmm. Ish Smith was on the floor <laughs> checking yeah. in unless Reggie was playing terrible then they'd mm-hmm. be like oh yeah Reggie's gone yeah but <laughs> D Rose they're clapping because it's Derek freaking Rose you know yeah. and that's why I was so hyped when we signed him this past offseason because like I said yeah he's not the uh, MVP player he once was unfortunately because of injuries but mm-hmm. I, he was really good with Minnesota last year and so far so good with him hopefully he can stay healthy because yeah like I said he brings that electricity that it's just hard to describe man but it's Again, going back to artwork, it's just a beautiful thing of art. <laughs> so here's the thing. A lot of people were talking about how the Rose three-point shooting from last year was an anomaly. It was, it, it's, it's fake. It's false. It's false advertising. Has he even taken a three so far this, this season? I don't think so, but against the Hawks, he, he did some mid-range shots. He, yeah. he hit some of them. He can, I mean, he can hit those. Yeah. He's still dropping close to or over 20 points in the first 
couple games. So do you think yeah. D Rose bring that spark off the bench and it will be good whether you hit a three or not? That's my thing. Like people were just like saying we shouldn't give him the two years. We shouldn't invest in that much in a guy who's injured who had a fake three point season. But dude, he's showing us right now this guy can get 25, 27 just beating his guy to the basket. We don't even need him shooting threes. We don't even need that 38%. I mean, it'd be nice, obviously. It'd be nice. And even yeah. if we go sometime two guard with him at the at the two, maybe. I mean, you might want to get some of that out of him. But this guy has just been an absolute stud. I, that, oh my gosh, Tony, that tweet today that he posted with the four pictures, I just, I never really post things that my Instagram story about the Pistons like that. Dude, I've already posted like three things of Derrick Rose, man. It's just a different vibe. It's just a that's, different. That, that, it it's not even it's not even Blake Griffin comparable in my opinion. It's just a no. completely unique thing, and it's not even Blake. It's this is Derek freaking Rose. He can right. still get to the hole, man. That that buzzer that buzzer beating shot. What it was like two point eight seconds. He's at half court. Yeah. He scored. Yeah. That man is explosive still. That man can still ball, and that man is yeah. putting it on the line every single night. And his voice that he wants to put it on. He wants to freaking win a ring, Derek. You might not win one in Detroit, but that effort. Is contagious, and you got a contract, Dre. You got Blake Griffin coming back, who's still, you know, he's trying to play for just respect and accolades, and trying to build off that last year that he had. Yeah. He still yeah. wants to try and keep his career going in the right direction because he's still gonna need one more payday. Probably not gonna be big, but he'll still have one more. Uh-huh. It's just a good squad. Markeith Morris, I'm waiting on that man to come through. He's being <laughs> decent. I love the signing of him. I love having him for Blake when Blake's out. We need him to come through. He's a good shooter, I think. He's not the best outside, but he's a good... He's kind of like... He's... What? Marcus was a really good shooter as far as pull-ups go. Markeith is kind of like that. I just like his grit, his grit and his toughness, man. It fits Detroit basketball perfectly along with Rose. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the additions are beautiful, man. I love this team so much. I hope you get a healthy team. That's why I was so depressed because Blake Griffin... You knew something wrong with that man in the preseason. He was moving really bad. Yeah, yeah that's not, not the Ill. flu, brother. When your leg is twitching, that's not the flu. I'll be honest, all right? <laughs> not the, yeah, it's not tingling your legs, all right? Let's just, I just pray, man. Prayers up for Reggie Jackson. Prayers up for yes. Blake Griffin. We need these guys to be healthy because yes. this, this yes. team was so much fun against. Man, I watched the Pelicans tonight without Zion. Watched them oh. night one. They're fun. They're exciting. They're quick. Mm-hmm. They're springy. They're assist hungry kind of players. That's how I see Detroit and Indiana. People watch that team and thought, this team's actually fun. Derrick Rose grabs those viewers who didn't watch before, and people start yeah. to know, I was like, this team actually might be like a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so to say all that, that's, that's my three makes, and we hit on some other makes through that. I don't know if I missed anything. You want to input anything into that? Those, those are my three makes, too, believe it or not. Great mm. minds think alike. Nice, dude. Hey, let's start a podcast, brother. That's all I'm saying, all right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to hit misses now, the negatories of the Detroit Pistons, because believe it or not, after last night, there are some negatives. Um, yeah. And we will get to um, your injury, because that's that could be number four. I had three. Number three is kind of a joke, though, so whatever. But number one, <laughs> number one, Casey and his rotations. Um, yeah. Christian Wood, terrible three minutes, game one. Yeah. Didn't really get a chance, but he's not a great defensive guy. But no. we know he can score. He's a big body. Yeah. We were on a back-to-back. So, last night, they were getting whatever they wanted inside. We had no answer. Yeah. We kept Thon out there. Do you think – I mean, Thon Maker, 
I saw a tweet today that said, who would you rather have, Stanley or Thon? Honestly, I would probably take Stanley. I'd rather have Tony Snell, but... <laughs> okay, well, I don't yeah. want him starting, but Stanley, I'd rather have him than, than, than uh, Thon. Also, Stanley's yeah, just yeah, a, a swaggy guy, man. He's just a cool dude, bro. Like, yeah. I feel bad for the man. He's never ever going to have a good offensive game, but yeah. he can blow his weight and play great defense. But anyways, Tony, <laughs> do you think Casey should have put Wood in there last night? And how are you feeling about your man Svee's chances this year, man? He's been no minutes first two games. How are you feeling about him, too? Yeah, so, yeah, you touched on it. I mean, Casey's rotations were even a problem last year. I just, yeah. sometimes I don't understand it. <laughs> you know, like last mm-hmm. night, for example, I mean, Fon Maker, God bless, he's a walking foul. <laughs> I mean, last night he was swatting at people, yeah. smacking them, fouling. I mean, he had one good block last night, but that was about it. I mean, Fon Maker is Fon Maker. He's just yeah. not good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I would have loved to see Christian Wood when it kind of seemed like the game was out of reach just to see what we could possibly have, even mm-hmm. if it was garbage time. But we have stints to it, and then Casey has the audacity afterwards to be like, yeah, I'm kicking myself because I didn't play Christian Wood. It's like, well, why uh, didn't you play him? You know, you're just kind of, yeah. you're just putting yourself out there even more because you didn't play him. So, I don't know. Obviously, I love Christian Wood. I thought he was really good in the preseason, obviously. Uh, he touched on it. He's not great defensively, but the guy can put the ball in the bucket, and that's yeah. that's all you need, really. And yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe if Thon continues to screw up, maybe the leash will become shorter. We'll see Christian Wood. But as for my guy Savi, I I don't know. That, that's another thing. Again, going back to Casey and his rotations, I just I don't know. I want to see Savi. I want to see him get his shine because I know this man can shoot. I know. Yeah. They were working him out as a point guard towards the end of last year. Uh, the guy's got nice ball handling skills. I, I want to see him on the court in actual minutes, you know, because yeah. I, I really do believe that City has the potential to be a solid bench piece for this team. But got to play him first, and so far we have not seen that with Dwayne Casey, unfortunately. And that's my thing. I like Sweet's game. I like him summer yeah. league. Summer league's obviously a complete different storm. Than the NBA, obviously, there's really I don't think there's much pressure, especially for a guy like Svee who knows he'll be on the roster, like potentially. Um, but I I just want to see him. I, I'm not completely sold. I don't know if 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 it's like he's just really good but not getting his time, or maybe he's just you know maybe he's just not. I mean, good. <laughs> I don't I don't want to like say that in a negative way because we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him actually give him a shot. But man, when he no, gets those yeah. minutes. He's just gonna feel pressure. I feel like he's gonna feel that in his back of his head. Like, man, I, this is my time. This is literally the opportunity. When I get, I get that's the NBA. You have to be ready for that. You have to you know, like, if you get your chance and blow it, that's just part of the business, man. It sucks. But yeah, I'm kind of wishy washy, but I, I do like his game, and I want to see him get a yeah. chance. We all do because you know, it, there's nothing we can do about it. But you got guys like Langston still going out there and yeah. breaking shot after shot, which I know. Nick is going to hate that comment, but it's true. <laughs> like, since a shooter who can't shoot, and yeah. it, there's nothing we can do because we're paying him seven mil a season, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's frustrating, but hopefully Sabi and Christian will get their shots eventually here. Which, I was promised Langston will be gone by the beginning of the season. So, I, I have full Uh-oh. confidence that, that they just may have just not been able to find these suitors. You know they've been shopping them. They've had to have shopped him. Yeah. Even, though, even though Casey yeah. likes him, he likes him a lot. We all know that. But... Really cool, but as a player, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, he's frustrating. 
Like, I would eat with him and talk to him to cool his face, but as soon as he walks away, I'm trashing the guy, you know? Like, as soon as he walks away, like, yeah, yeah. your kicks are cool, man, but dude, I mean, give us something besides a one for 10 three point game. I do I, admit, he has his moments, man. He has yeah, his he moments. Does have his moments. It's more bad than good, but I mean, when he gets on fire like that, dude, it, it is kind of fun, I'll be honest. But we got to keep moving, dude. This is about to be a two hour pod if we're not careful. Oh, I'll, um, I'll be here all night. Oh, perfect. This should just be a live periscope, brother. I mean, who cares, you know? If we have five viewers, who cares, man? We're just having a good time. But, all right. Number two, I didn't get to watch a lot of the first half, so I don't know how much truth I can speak into this. So you can tell me out here. But Trey Young did his thing, obviously, last night. He had his way. He pulled up from the logo. Freaking hit it. Was Bruce Brown? Bruce Brown's also, okay, taller than Trey, and yet somehow became his son last night. Bruce became yeah. Bruce Young last night. So yeah, tell me Bruce what was going got, on there. Uh, toasted last night. Was that was that really Bruce playing bad D or was that just Trey just being unstoppable? No, that's Trey Young being okay. one of the best young players yeah. in the NBA. Okay. I mean, this dude was pulling from the logo. Yeah. He could have pulled from uh, Bell Isle and nailed it. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, Trey Young yeah. is just unbelievable. And okay. uh, he showed that last night. I mean, regardless of who was on him, yeah. he was just Figured. dusting people. And Bruce, I'm not going to be too hard on him because, again, it's it's Trey Young. I mean, I don't know what people want him to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Bruce had a really bad game, but Trey Young is also that good, in my opinion. So, yeah. But it still doesn't discredit the fact that Bruce was, yeah, really bad defensively last night. Yeah, okay, so, so talking about Bruce here a little bit, and obviously his offensive game, we want a lot more out of him there. He can get to the yeah. basket, but... You know, he can't shoot. That I don't know if that shot will ever come around, I'll be honest, man. That that three pointer looks pretty bad. It looks pretty bad. And I don't know how I feel about it. Are you in the camp of thinking that because all summer it was Kennard should start over Brown? Or are you finally coming off the bench? Because we saw it, we've seen it first two games, man. It does not matter if Kennard comes off the bench or not, he's gonna get his time. So so do you think that he should still start because the first unit's been pretty bad? Or do you think just stay with what the flow's going? Especially with the injuries right now, we don't even know what our rotation really is yet. Yeah, I think once we get Blake back to start a lineup, we'll be fine because we're literally missing our best player. I mean, yes. there's no better way around it. Once <laughs> yeah. we get Blake back, I, we'll start a lineup, we'll be fine because the offense will kind of revolve around him and Dre again. And that means you keep Luke on the bench, which I was one of the people that advocated to um, keep Luke on the bench going into the season, I still mm-hmm. feel that way because, mm-hmm. again, him and D. Rose just bring that spark off the bench that, I mean, yeah. it doesn't get to levels quite like Montrez Harold and uh, Lou Will with the Clippers, but it, it's almost comparable to that. Like, when they're on their game, we saw against Indiana, like, it literally changes the game when both of them are on the floor together doing great off the bench. So, yeah, I mean, unless Bruce continues to play completely awful, then yeah, I think we might not have a choice. But I think Bruce will be fine. Um, again, he's not going to face Trey Young every night. He'll be fine. And once we get Blake back, that's where I might be fine too. But yeah. yeah, I like Luke and D Rose both coming off the bench. I know that's another little controversy. You know, start D Rose. Uh, you can't start him because he'll die. <laughs> but, so yeah keep D Rose and Luke off the bench I like what they got going there together I think D Rose has one of those life alert chips in his foot so whenever he's actually feeling he's about to die he just automatically goes off so he can yeah, he can just fall down and literally just life alert guys will come from the from the rafters we'll fly from the gondolas dude and they'll get him they'll just <laughs> the life alert commercials you see the old women on the ground 
Like like that video of him chasing his daughter in the house and all the comments were just like, dude, nice knees, man. Like that was a bad that was a bad moment. That was a bad knee <laughs> moment for sure. Oh no. <laughs> but alright, let's keep going. My number three miss, <laughs> I touched on it earlier, just to screw Adam Silver for the back to back, dude. Like I know back to backs are a thing, but come on, brother, like game two, it's our home opener, and we're playing a yeah. young Hawks team that is gonna be ready out the gate. They're gonna be yeah. ready to go. So I really don't I don't feel bad after la- after last night's loss. No, no. I really don't. Like, I was not upset. And, you know, it's upsetting to lose, obviously. And, and yeah. we had a chance with four minutes left to come back, cut within ten. Whatever, man. Like, it, it happens. It's part of the year. I mean, we yeah. have an, we have the easiest schedule before All-Star break, so yeah, that's a good sign. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. What, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to basically say what you said. I mean, oh, no. schedule that's not the You know, the season with that back to back being against a young Hawks team making their season opener. Like, Tony, come on, what, what are you I know who it was. I can tell you right now. Shandy, Shandy Source, Tim Donahue, bro. He's still betting on NBA games. And that man just put us there so he knew he could bet Hawks, bro. I, I promise. That guy needs to just go to NBA jail. He needs to go to NBA prison and stay away forever. I mean, that man. Imagine that coming out after. I don't want to talk about this. It's gonna to be too much. But imagine that coming out this year, like after the season, one of the referees' main refs was betting on games. I would just lose my mind. Oh I would, boy! Woo! That's a, that's another conversation. All right. Yeah. I want to quickly hit Reggie Jackson here. Eli was was fighting an army of anti Reggies last night on on Twitter. He, 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 he did a good job. He did a good job. I saw some of the tweets at Eli. He was Yes, so I want to reiterate and just echo Eli's statement, man. If you're trashing Reggie Jackson when he's literally back stiffness is not a joke in the NBA, it is impossible. Yeah. It's got to be impossible to play on a stiff yeah. back, a hurt back. Get off, get off Reggie Jackson. This is probably his last season. Granted, he's had hit or misses. He's yeah. had good times here. We haven't always loved him, but dude, this is last year. He's injured. Just back off, man. Literally, you are trash if you're going to trash Reggie Jackson in this moment. Because uh, 
Yeah, he really did. And, and just interesting tidbit to throw out there. James Edwards on my last podcast that was not good quality. No one probably heard it. He said that <laughs> it was bad, man. It was, it was, and I apologize, James. That was a rookie mistake, brother. But he said he guaranteed Reggie to not be in a Piston uniform next year. And he thinks that the move is D-Rose to be our starter next year. Just an interesting thing to look at and think about, especially with the free agent point guards available out there. Not a great list. So yeah. we'll see. It's an interesting thing, storyline to keep up with. we got to keep moving, though. Um, so I'm going to transition here to my first ever time for NFL football. Really excited. But it's Lions football. Let's, not not let's really as exciting. But it's a good transition. You know, it's a good – I tweeted about two weeks ago, like, I think it was after the Chiefs lost. Like, the Lions were looking like they were going to go to the playoffs. I mean, the playoff contending team. Pistons were starting up soon. <laughs> I was – I was living life for that moment, brother, when there was just no Blake Griffin stuff, when lines were looking good. It's been tough. It's been a tough two weeks. Vikings absolutely handled us. We had no answer. Yeah. Nope. The no freaking pass rush, brother. I didn't want to talk about it. But just, Tony, right now, how are you currently feeling about where the franchise is at? Uh, well, at the time of recording this, it's obviously Friday night. Uh, they play the Giants on Sunday. And simply put, you know, I talked about this in my video I posted on Thursday. If the Lions win on Sunday against the Giants, they'll be buyers at the deadline. And if they lose, they'll be sellers. It's that simple. Yeah. And it sucks because I, I was obviously one of the uh, leaders on the hype train for the Lions this past <laughs> offseason, which, I mean, deservingly so. On yes. paper, the Lions looked like they were going to be a really good team, and throughout the first couple weeks, they, you did see that, but like you touched on, throughout the past couple of weeks against uh, Minnesota and Green Bay, towards the end, they just kind of haven't looked like that team that we saw in the first couple weeks, especially defensively. I mean, my God, like you said, no pass rush, can't stop yeah, the run, dude. and the secondary's been awful, and it's just a complete mess right now, and it's gotten to a point where, yeah, it was a really promising start, but now we're looking at if they lose on Sunday to a team they're favorite to be at home, then, yeah, we probably are going to sell at the deadline, which it sucks because we all obviously want to win, but, yeah, that's where I'm at right now, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know what? I talked about this after the Vikings game because everyone was jumping off the train after that game. Just went on Sunday. You went on Sunday. You can put your problems behind you. We'll be fine. So, just also, please get, please get the win on Sunday. Raiders, Raiders after the Giants. Just putting it out there. That's that's gonna be a tougher game than people think. Raiders yeah. are not a bad team. Also, it's, it's it's in Oakland, correct? Yes. Yes. Black hole is going to be feisty <laughs> that day. We need some blue in that hole, man. All right. Oh man. But then you have so you have Bears in Chicago. Going to be tough. Cowboys at home. Redskins and Bears. So, really just, you know, how, how we... Games, yeah. It's just the Lions have to get their crap together. Yeah. With, you know, like, when the Lions are on their A game, I think they are... Mm. I mean, they showed you. They can compete with some of the best teams in football, but they just... They have to be consistent, and that's been one of the problems under Matt Patricia going back to last year. They were inconsistent last year, and right now they are looking kind of inconsistent again. But... I don't know. We'll have to wait and see uh, what happens on Sunday. But like I said, if they win, they're buyers. If they sell or if they lose, they sell. So I mean, the talk of the team in the atmosphere last year was that Matt really didn't have the team. He didn't ha have the team as far as chemistry goes. He didn't have a handle on it. And this year, you know, like, training camp was a plus. It was positive from day one. It wasn't like the horrendous start last year. People yeah. were all in on Patricia's and, and Quinn's uh, vision. 
and then you get that trade, you get that Diggs trade, and you're seeing every single defensive player for the Lions tweet negative stuff about it, man. And it just looked really, really bad. And it, it probably it made worse just everything else happening that day. It probably made it just a lot worse for line fans. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that's tough. And so, yeah, like looking at the next five or six games, I mean, they are winnable, but it'll be all about who the Lions team actually will be come those games after the Giants. Right. Um, and, you know, going back to the Quadre Diggs trade, that's the biggest reason why I hate it. I could see this coming from a mile away. So a guy like Darius Slade being absolutely furious by it, which he yeah. should. I mean, they brought the Quadre as a team captain, yeah. and they shipped him out because, according to Lions fans he, and people who cover the team, that he was struggling. Yeah. Well, he's a team captain. You should give him the opportunity yeah. to try to fix it. And if he doesn't, yeah, you can just trade him away. But mm-hmm. it was really bad timing for the trade, and it pissed off the locker rooms. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see about that. Do you right now think the Lions will turn the season around? <laughs> they better. I'll rip their heads <laughs> off after Sunday's game if they don't. <laughs> I simply put, you know. Uh, I tried to be patient with Matt Patricia. You know, people yeah. want him gone after last year. And yeah. it, it was a legitimate argument. You know, he had a 9-7 football team and went 6-10 last year. Yeah. And I was telling people, you know, be patient. Give him another season or two. See if he can turn this around. And I said before the season started, this team has way too much talent to mm-hmm. not be in the playoff picture, at least in December, if anything. Yeah. Right now, we're talking about the Lions selling at the trade deadline. That's not a good start. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm kind of at right now. Hardest thing for me is just those those tough losses that should have been wins. Cardinals, should, we should not have blown that lead. Uh-huh. Fal- uh, not Falcons. Chiefs, fourth and eight. Could have had a stop. Didn't get it. Uh-huh. They win. Packers, two blown calls. Really bad. The entire world, the entire universe was on the Lions' side. It was amazing. I've never seen, even Adam Schechter was retweeting tweets talking bad about the officials. That is a first for me. As Monday, yeah. Monday night after that game, I have never seen Twitter so live. Outside mm. of NBA Twitter fighting with Ariana Grande Twitter. Like <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning on a Monday night, Tuesday morning. I have never seen Twitter that alive. I mean, it was just electric for a sad yeah. reason, but... Yeah, it was amazing, and, and those mm-hmm. are just those are just the hardest things for Detroit fans because we've really had it really bad. We are one of the most tortured fan bases in the world, and it's not even comparable. We are we are tortured. Yes, 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 for sure. All right, let, let's let's move on here. Let's hit Stafford right now because I mean you were having a great emotional probably day. I mean Kelly, his <laughs> wife, <laughs> posted the Instagram story. I just want to read it for those who might not have seen it. But she was asked the question: Would y'all leave Detroit just for a ring? Her response, don't cry, Tony, all right? Don't cry. I'll try not to. Hold him back, all right? She says, he wants a championship for this city as much as y'all do. This is our home, too. They'll have to ship him out if they don't want him. He isn't going anywhere by choice. Holy crap, man. You read that. You think about everything that she's been through. I'm about to tear up her brain tumor stuff. Like, the fight she's put through, Stafford on and off the field, what? how How many starts in a row has this man had? Since, you know, 2011, 2010, just fighting through so much, a hurt back, broken back, whatever you want to call it, man. This, the, these two people have put so much and poured so much into the city of Detroit. It's not like Stafford plays a Lions game and then goes to L.A. and lives. This man is in Michigan, dude. Like, he is invested. He is giving his all. 
And if you don't like Matthew Stafford, dude, like, don't even talk to me ever again. Do not talk to me. This man has never had a complete team, I guess, healthy, you could say. This year, no pass rush, like, what, dead last in the league in defense. Um, yards yards allowed, whatever. No run game. Carry-on's going to be out. He wasn't even the bell cow that we should have. I mean, he's just not that guy. And they probably used him wrong. So, my thing is just, man, Matthew Stafford, and that's a question Nick's going to get get us in like five seconds. We might even go into that soon. But, dude, yeah. what, what a freaking story for Kelly and Matthew himself, just his career here. Did you see the Bleacher Report article that came out today? Okay, let me give you some amazing statistics. Okay. Shandy statistics here, all right? Hashtag Shandy statistics, let's go. <laughs> okay, so we all know he's the fastest to reach 40K throwing yards, right? Fastest ever. Mm-hmm. One of 21 in NFL history to hit that mark. That, that That's amazing right there. Mm-hmm. This year, this is what, I mean, coming by surprise, maybe it should not have, but still, he's averaging 8.03 yards per pass through week seven. The highest mark of his career. Not with Calvin Johnson. Not with that offense. Literally, right now, 2019, what, 30, 31 years old? Maybe he's 29. 8.03 yards per pass. Highest of his career. Amazing. Hasn't missed a start since 2010. He's completed almost 63% of his passes in his career. That's pretty good. He has a 101.7 passer rating, which is also right now the best of his career, man. Like, people don't, people don't look at this year and think, Outside, like, those are his stats. There's no way, right? Like, there's no way. This man, holy yeah. crap. I, I I admit, Stafford's had his moments. He's missed passes. He's missed clutch situations. But never forget those, what, three years ago when he had those eight, nine comeback wins in the year. One of the most oh, yeah. fun seasons I've ever been a part of as far as watching. But, yeah, Matthew Stafford, God, he's a legend. So I love him. That's my quarterback, man. That's my freaking quarterback. Number nine, if you're trashing number nine, I want to put a number two on you right now, all right? Like, you know, pe- people are playing Matthew Stafford after the Minnesota game. It, it, oh my god! It, it just it just goes to show you people are playing him for literally anything. Yes. I just I don't I don't understand it because I'll talk about it to answer Nick's uh, Nick's interesting question. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't get enough respect, and it's unfortunate. But that's just what the Lions do do to people. Tony, I guess. me and you could go out there, put pads on, and throw touchdowns with the pass rush that the Lions were giving Kirk Cousins, dude. It was literally Kirk Cousins on his own island, just playing catch with his buddies. Yeah, so Kirk Cousins bad. literally has enough time. He had enough time on Sunday to drop his pants, shake his cheeks to the crowd, flip them off, make a hamburger, come back, throw a dart downfield. So basically you're admitting that Kirk Cousins is not wear underwear. You heard it here first. Kirk's just straight yeah. pants, no underwear. <laughs> He's just a, just a raw dog kind of guy, right? Correct. Oh, if you're listening to this, man, I'm sorry, but I love having you. I love to have you on one day, right? Thanks for listening, brother. Be a shanty guest. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. Shanty special guest. Come on, man. All right. Let, let, let's transition. We're hitting the 59-minute mark. Also, Tony, this might be my first pod I actually will not edit at all. Like, I've what edited every single pod, but, dude, I'm loving this, man. I think I might just go straight with this after this is over. But, yeah, just wanted to pub that there. All right. Twitter oh, question. That makes me feel good. Dude, it's been a great because time. Because I, I, I know the pain. I know the pain <laughs> yes. of having to like scroll, scroll through everything, take Dude. out the little little background noises and stuff. And the ums and uhs, because I've had those this time, but you know, I'm just going to give my raw self because we've had amazing content. I don't want to sit for three hours after this and edit this because I think it's great. I think it's amazing. Me, I, 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 I'm having so much fun. 
We're studs, brother. We're absolute freaking single studs. All right. If you're listening at minute 59, we are still single. Through an hour, we are still single. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So Nick, Nick Hinkle, let's let's hit the Twitter questions here. Um, oh, okay. Well, sadly, I did miss um, one question here. Adam Head, he did ask earlier, how big a move by Quinn would justify the Nino move? I don't know if you want to hit that real quick. Deadline's coming in four days. we got to make a move quick if we're going to make one. Give that um, real quick. I'll, I'll revisit what I said like five minutes ago. If the Lions, the Lions have to win on Sunday to even talk yeah. about making a move to justify the uh, Quadra Diggs trade, which, by the way, I don't think you can. Um, yeah make up that move because that's literally a team captain yeah. but uh, I mean if the Lions went on Sunday I don't think it's out of the question to possibly look at a running back but mm-hmm. I will say this though about the Lions running backs don't sleep on Ty Johnson if that guy gets some space he's gone mm-hmm. um, I love Ty Johnson I think he's going to be a stud for us but um, yeah he's, he's not number one though not as a rookie so I don't think yeah. it's out of the question and to think about the Lions Same actually Adam Head. Thank you, sir. Shandy Shandy shout out. <laughs> the Shandy shout out to Shan the Shed. I just made his name with two S's. Oh. Is that good? Is that good, Shoney Shambraski? Is that fine with you? Uh sure. Oh nice, nice shirt. S H you already nice dude. Alright. So we're hitting we're hitting Nick now. We're hitting the, the gritty questions. He asked That's a big question. And he said he's gonna be listening to this and we better have the right answer or else he'll kill both of us. I think he said that last last part, so no pressure. Yeah. He says, who deserves a championship more, Blake Griffin or Matthew Stafford? It's a pretty obvious one in my eyes. Tony, you go first so I don't die. Just in case. All right. So <laughs> it's, this question is really interesting because Nick, like you said, he said there's a right answer. But, I mean, knowing Nick obviously as a Pistons guy, I feel like the answer is Blake Griffin. But you think? To me, you think? No. No. For Nick. No, for but Nick. I even think Nick's in the lean Stafford. I have a red time. dot on my chest as we speak. Literally on my right. chest. I'm about to get sniped. But my, my answer is obviously Matthew Stafford. I mean, yes, Blake deserves a championship too. There's no question about that. But Matthew Stafford has gone through Whew. everything in yeah. his career. I mean, first of all, he was drafted to an 0-16 football team. So yeah. that there's that right off the gate. But... You know, Matthew Stafford is a guy who doesn't even get respect from his own fan base. It's just the unfortunate truth. Uh-huh. I mean, Matt, Matthew Stafford's a guy who doesn't even have enough respect around the league for people like Colin Coward to even get his name right. I mean, Colin Coward <laughs> calls him Matt Stafford. Yeah. And Kelly Stafford literally put on her Insta story this morning. Yeah, people call him Matt, but no one calls him that. So we don't know where he got that name from. <laughs> Matthew Stafford doesn't even get the respect from people to even call him by his real name, Dustin, okay? Yeah, I feel that, man. This, Matthew Stafford is a guy who has broken so many records and put up so many juicy stats in his career. <laughs> I mean, just last week against Minnesota, became the fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach 40 
thousand passing yards. Unbelievable. I mean, he's honestly putting up Hall of Fame worthy numbers mm. right now. Say it again, but, Tony. Say it again. Say those three words again, brother. I'm gonna scream it to you. Yes. He's putting up Hall of Fame worthy numbers. More... Because he's in Detroit, he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Amen. Amen. And also because his organization doesn't know what they're doing half the time. They can't <laughs> either give him a defense or an O-line or a run game. And yeah. He has no playoff wins to justify it. And because of that, people go after him because he's the quarterback when it's an organizational problem. And that's what I hate because the people that actually do blame him, they don't know what they're talking about. And yeah. it just it frustrates me. So, yeah. yeah, Nick, if I'm wrong here, please feel free to argue it. But, yeah, the easy answer to me is without question Matthew Stafford. But... That's not to take anything away from Blake. He deserves the title, too. Mm -hmm. But the difference between Blake and um, Matthew Stafford is that Blake, I love him, but he gets hurt way too often. Matthew Stafford, it's two Mm -hmm. different sports, but Mm -hmm. he's an Iron Man. And the guy's played through a broken finger, uh, a messed up back, an effed up hip this year, Mm -hmm. and he's not missing any starts, you Mm -hmm. know? So, I mean, the perfect point I'm going to bring up is... uh, um, when he messed up his shoulder, remember? Oh, yes, um, yes, early yes, in his yes, career yes. to lead the Lions in the game when he drives. I think it was against Cleveland. Yes. Like, that's that's exactly who Matthew Stafford yeah. is. Like, yeah. And not even to mention, he's a leader on and off the field, too. I mean, you mm-hmm. brought up everything that his family went through this past mm-hmm. uh, offseason. I mean, Matthew easily could have taken time away oh, from the sure. team yes. to be with his wife. And I yeah. would not have blamed him a second. But, you know, you read stories that Matthew still at this facility this past summer, like 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, like It just shows you, like, the dude cares about what he does. And, yeah, yeah I tweeted it this morning. If and when the Lions eventually win a Super Bowl, I really, really hope Matthew Stafford's a quarterback because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't feel the same with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I've become that emotionally attached to Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford. So, yeah, Matthew's the answer to uh, Nick's question. And that's the thing. I mean, you have to go Matthew Stafford if you're a Detroit fan, if you, if you follow both. Because, I mean, you've yeah. said everything that I've and, and even bringing up those stats that I brought up earlier, this man's just been through it all, and he's still to this day putting up just Hall of Fame numbers, man, and he just deserves it. He really does. Blake Griffin, I mean, I can go back. I mean, this past summer, I was up 3 a.m. just watching Blake Griffin clips from the past season, man. Like, I love the man with all my heart. I'm a, I'm a bigger Pistons and Lions fan, but I'm still pretty big on both. But so I'm a diehard Pistons fan. So Blake Griffin, obviously, I love the man to death, and I loved his effort coming in game three and four against Milwaukee. He should not play. We had no business of playing. We had no business of winning either game, even with him at 70%. Yeah. The dude just just gave it his all and he literally showed Detroit in that moment he wants to be here he wants to do whatever he can to help bring wins to Detroit that's what you love to see and and, and just him being in Detroit like during events like in the offseason like he actually likes spending time here he likes it so Blake Griffin I, I hope he gets one so bad because he's gone through so much too in his career but yeah Stafford's the answer Nick if you don't like that brother I'm sorry I'll have you on the pod next we can talk about it but yeah, so let's move on. Next question here. This is a little fun question from my homeboy Connor Kelly here. He I don't know if you saw this yet. It'd be funny. He asks to create your perfect Frankenstein NBA type player. So you can it's pretty much your most perfect two K creative generated guy, and you can only use one char- characteristic from each player. So I mean, there's a lot that can go into this. So here's what I want to do. I want 
do this, Dustin. I want to. We're going to put our brains together, okay. and we're going to create a superhuman basketball player. Okay. okay. Well, here's my thing. I kind of want to make him like a funny shaped dude, though. Like, I want to give him powers, but I want to make him like funny looking. You know. <laughs> so you what? You want to put him in like? Uh, no. So 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 Muggsy Bogues legs with Bobon's arms. <laughs> like that, that, that's what I'm thinking, you know. But still, given the abilities to do amazing things, so he's still a star. All right, so he's going to be a weird creature, <laughs> but he's going to be a beast. So basically, oh my gosh, that NBA TV combo of LeBron and AD. Just, <laughs> dude, what was that, man? Like, I have no idea. if those people can get jobs, dude, we are fine in this world because that <laughs> was borderline racist. It was bad. I don't like. It was just really. It, it reminded me of like. Spy Kids 1, one of those evil villains who had the weird face. Because that's what I think of Muggsy and Bobon together. Like, I think I'm a Spy Kid creature when I think of that. So, okay, so that was my idea. Tony, what are you thinking? What, what, what are we going to give skill set-wise? All right, so first of all, first and foremost, <laughs> okay. our Frankenstein has to have Luke Kennard's confidence. Okay, okay. Right off the bat. I'm fine with that. He has to, he has to have Luke's confidence. He has... Kyrie's clutch ability, because uh, mm. Kyrie had a pretty clutch shot tonight against the New York Knicks. Yes. So uh, Kyrie's clutch abilities. Um, I'm gonna go with. I don't know if this is cheating a little bit, but prime LeBron's motor. Oof. Do you think that counts? I mean, yeah. I mean, we can go from okay. old player to new player. So yeah, I, I okay. say that's fine. Yeah. So prime LeBron's motor. I think that's huge. Wait, Tony, are we still sticking with Bobon arm, Mosey Bugs legs? Yes. Okay, okay. Like okay. I said, he's going to be a freaky creature, but he's going to be an absolute machine. Dude, we need to pick someone's gut. Like, like maybe, do you remember Brian Cardinal? <laughs> he was a custodian for the Mavericks. I mean, not the actual, but his nickname was a custodian. Just like one of those, like, big bellies. Like, I think that'd be funny to throw on. But anyway, sorry. You go ahead with your motor. Um, LeBron, LeBron's motor. Okay. I'm going to go, I would go Steph's shooting abilities but let's yeah. let's get funky okay. let's do Trey Young's shooting ability Ooh, Trey Young's shooting ability Sean Marion's shot form <laughs> with Bobon's arms <laughs> <laughs> this is a freaking weird dude I'm about to go home and make this on 2k man I don't know if I can it's probably not possible but oh oh we have to go with the face what about Fon's small head Oh, he literally has a okay. He literally has a Buzz Lightyear sized head. You know, like one of those little dolls, dude. Him and Buzz Lightyear are the same size. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Our our, our player's bald, by the way, too. Oh, no. no hair. <laughs> bald with just like what red sideburns or something, or something stupid. <laughs> he's got um. He's got like a. Uh, I, I don't know if you'll get this reference, Ooh. but after the pod, look it up. He's okay. got a Mike Fires beard where it's like half shaved. Okay, it's I think I know you're talking about. Reference. Yeah, yeah, Tigers player, correct? Uh, he used to be a Tigers player. He's with okay. the Oakland A's now. You, okay. Once you look up his picture, you'll be like, oh, that's absolutely disgusting, <laughs> okay. but it's perfect. Like, okay. it's literally a half shaved beard. Okay, also, um, Birdman's neck tats on the guy. Oh my god, it's Chris. <laughs> Not to mention he's a shooter. With Luke Nard's confidence. <laughs> oh, oh, Dustin, I got one. He's got 
Kawhi's hands. Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Oh, and Shaq's toes, brother. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, this took a disgusting turn. Oh, oh my God. gosh. Connor. Oh, okay, this is, we're doing a crossover. Okay. He's got Shaq's toes, but Antonio Brown's feet. Oh, okay. That, okay, I can't. That, literally, that's disgusting, dude. Like, he, he, you watch The Office? Yeah. Okay, it's Michael Scott stepping on the George Foreman grill. That's literally what his feet were like. Oh Antonio god. Brown stepped on a grill. That's what happened. Oh my god. Okay, that's our player. Okay. We need to stop. Our, cre- our creature is disgusting <laughs> and he's a shooter. What's his name? What should we call him? Oh no. I mean, oh. I don't even know. Like, I didn't the even think sh- about it. The Sandy Special. <laughs> that's what my kid will look like whenever I get married. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, oh, no. the future Shandy special right there. First day of kindergarten, what's your name? Shandy special. <laughs> it's all one word, actually. Sorry. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I was named after a podcast. <laughs> with Tony Nebraska on it. With Shoney Shabrowski on it. Okay. Anywho, all right. <laughs> okay. That was Connor Kelly. Best question I've ever had in my entire life. That was amazing. That was absolute. That was a debacle. <laughs> that was incredible. That, that's something I would draw when I was in second grade with a pencil, you know. <laughs> Like an elementary kid, it brings home from school and goes, "Hey, Bob, look, I made this for you." It's just disgusting. And it's and literally, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hand this up on the fridge. It gets thrown away. It's literally a sinister movie clip. The son brings that home, and he's just full of demons. Is what it this is. This thing gives our uh, the Shandy special gives Batman the chills. <laughs> Amazing. Which Batman though? Which one are we talking about here? Let's go, uh, Ben Affleck. Because oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Even he's like, oh, oh wow, man. yeah, yeah. His Maybe voice I could. <laughs> his voice gets higher when he thinks of when he thinks of Mike Reacher. You know, his voice is going to All right, moving on quickly. Brandon Tate with with the random favorite MCU movie. Just throw that in there. What do you got? Oh, I love Brandon. Uh, my favorite MCU movie is Endgame, but that's too easy of an yeah, answer. That's mine so, too. So. Yeah, that's too easy of an answer though. So I'm gonna give an off the radar one. Civil okay. War. Okay, great. Yeah, okay, great movie. I'm not a, I'm not a huge MCU. I don't, okay, unpopular opinion. I don't want to get roasted for this. Not a big Tom Holland Spider-Man guy. Oh no. I like him. I like him in his Avenger scenes and I mean his role in Avengers, but I don't know. I'm not I think it's Zendaya. She's the X Factor. I'm not really feeling Zendaya in those movies, I'll be honest. It just feels kind of right. feels kind of yeah. kitty when you have like Tom Holland Zendaya. It just feels like the the audience is more kid things. Yeah, I don't know, but Avengers Endgame, dude, amazing film. That end scene forever is just in the Hall of Fame of end scenes. Oh, Endgame literally, is just a beautiful thing. Literally watch that anytime and feel amazing and feel empowered. That video of NBA Twitter that someone posted using the Endgame scene. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no, that was amazing. I'm talking about the one where they took all the faces and put oh. like the NBA Twitter heads on, like Woj, oh. Wob, yes. yeah. yeah. Yes, but oh, shout out. No, shout out. No, Raz, dude, yeah. that that gave me legit chills. That video was yes, insanely yes. beautiful. Like that was art, man. That was art. By the way, by the way, freeze art. Freeze art, always freeze art, forever and always. Free, free, free my coworkers are. All right, I'm freaking working with this guy now. All right, free the mm-hmm. man. He deserves mm-hmm. it. All right. Yes. We're gonna end the pod with the best lady advice we could possibly give out. All right, so. <laughs> We have just experienced out the freaking buzz. <laughs> well, first we're going to hit Luke, because I kind of want to ask you a little bit on this. But Luke, okay, is it Wolfius? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, start writing. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. 
That's good. Yeah. Okay. Luke Start Writing asks, "Why aren't the ladies flocking to you?" Also, I want to add to that. Much respect to you meeting that reporter. Was it yesterday? And just all the wingmen in your comments having you up, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. I feel. I feel so bad for Brooke Fletcher because her mentions are probably blowing up. People trying to hook me up with her. Oh my god. I mean. I mean. Brooke is really Brooke is really nice. Um, I met her for the first time yesterday at the Pistons game, yeah. and uh, yeah, she's really nice. And um, actually, um, she's doing a sideline for the 76ers game, so oh, um, cool. I wish her good luck. She's yeah. going to do fantastic, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was awesome to meet her. But I, I will say this though: I appreciate all the all the Twitter faithful for trying to <laughs> trying to hook me up. It's amazing, absolutely that's amazing. Not, that's not the first time that they got that wild though. It's, oh. uh, tweet last week my mom's my birthday last week uh turned 24 and my mom on her facebook post said i hope you find a great christian wife so i, I saw that. so i was like yes mom i know i'm 24 i'm painfully single and then like the comments started coming in man <laughs> that was my most fun tweet ever dude just those amazing creative thanks for letting me thanks for coming and saving my cat when you were just saving someone else in the ocean 100 miles away you know like blah blah it was just amazing Amazing. Also, shout out to your mom for that little, what was it, Red Wings roast that she had? Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she roasted someone at the grocery store this morning. <laughs> yeah, I need to meet your mom, man. She sounds like an which, awesome which, person. by the way, I don't know why some random old people are just uh, oh, talking like that, but yeah, she uh, she flamed someone. Put them in their place, man. Your mom, I mean, I see where you get your, your swag from. Your mom has swag, all right? <laughs> right. Tony's mom <laughs> has swag. Put on a poster, post that wherever you want. I mean, it's a true statement, but... <laughs> So, Tony, I want to ask you this real quick. Any crushes right. at the moment? What's up? Do you have any crushes at the moment? Uh, I'm just kind of living life right now. So, <laughs> okay. uh, let's say this. I am uh, I'm looking. How's that? Okay, nice. You're Christian looking. You're Christian mingling right now. Is what you're Christian doing. mingling. Yes, all right. The, the, the shandy, shandy looking. How's that? You don't want a shandy look, brother. It's never a good thing to shandy look. I'll just be honest with you. It's always downhill spiral when you shandy look. Okay. So last question of the pod. Holy crap. Amazing podcast. I can't wait to post this out tomorrow. Literally amazing. I, I, I can't wait for people to hear this. But okay. So Eli Bashi comes in last second. I fixed his grammar. You're welcome, Eli. I saved your life. <laughs> he asks, how long do you go for the same girl before giving up? So, Tony, hit him with that advice. I'll come in after. We will save this man from embarrassment. So, uh, just keep on going until she threatens you, I guess. <laughs> okay, just go on that route. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, just don't be clingy. Don't be annoying. Just uh, hit her up. If she doesn't hit you back or she doesn't answer your text, just uh, just move on, man. Yeah, so you'll find, you'll, you'll find her one day. Yes, exactly. So my thing is, right now in 2019, you have your Snapchat, your Instagram, you're just you know texting, mm-hmm. of course. But mm-hmm. if girls are interested in you, they will make it known. I feel like real quick. Like maybe mm-hmm. you'll have to make the first move. They don't want to do that. But after that happens, like if if they know you're interested and they're interested, they're gonna hit you up. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting that back, dude, if you're not getting the, if you're getting the red on Snapchat and the DM just red like. It's not gonna happen, brother. Like the girl, the girl yeah. knows very quickly what she wants. Yeah. And so if she's opening your snaps and not replying, like she'll talk to you if she wants to. So Eli, brother, 
Tell that girl you don't even want her because you're Twitter famous and you're gonna have a better future than her. Right. Do you uh, even know who you're dissing right now? <laughs> I'm Eli Bashy. She probably just sees his regular Twitter account. If she saw the NBA Twitter account, right. it would change the game. She'd be there. She'd be Luke there Kennard's mother likes his tweets, man. Dude, that's big time, brother. That's big time. Right. Right. All right, we are literally hitting minute. Well, yeah, one hour and twenty minutes right now. Tony Nebraska. I can't believe we actually made that in 120 mark. It's pretty amazing because we were like a 45 minute pace with the Pistons back a few few takes ago. Um, it was it was so much fun though, dude. Tony, amazing episode. I am so glad you came on. I'm so glad we worked this out. Thank you for all the work you do, Tony. You do a fantastic job of just putting your opinions out there and your emotions, letting fans relate, letting the casuals relate to the diehards here. And Tony. Thank you for your service, brother. Thank you for your work. Continue to grind on. And thank you for coming on this pod. Dustin, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me on. This is honestly the most fun I've had uh, recording a podcast. I'm being so serious when I say that. Um, this was this was so much fun. I hope we can do it again soon. Thank you for being you. Keep on being you. Keep mm. on doing the Shandy special. Keep doing your thing on Twitter. You'll find that Christian wife. Yes, and yes. And you'll, 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 be, you'll be good, man. Let's go. All right. That is episode eight of the Shandy special. Thank you so much for listening, and we are out.